Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. to be back in Florida. And Tallahassee in the house. I was going to say, she knows that Tallahassee's in Florida, though, right? Um, I Probably. <laughs> Let's say yes. All right. Uh, Kamala Harris in the house yesterday on the 50th anniversary of the decision handed about in the Supreme Court in 1973 in Roe v. Wade. Uh, of course, this is the first year that anniversary hits when that decision has been overturned and is no longer in effect. And obviously, that was the purpose of the rally yesterday. We are here together because we collectively believe and know America is a promise. America is a promise. It is a promise of freedom and liberty. Not for some, but for all. Amen. Agreed. That's exactly what pro-lifers believe. We believe in liberty, freedom, life for all. Not just some. We that I mean I I agree. I don't think she applies it properly, but yeah, we agree. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence. I'll be careful now. That we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. If there were a crime for philosophical malpractice, this clip would be a felony conviction. This is unbelievable. The Declaration of Independence, it's all about lies of omission here. What is she missing in this reference? Well, the second paragraph reads, the first paragraph is the, you know, when the course of human events becomes necessary to dissolve. Okay, that's the first paragraph. The second paragraph is the more famous one, although some people think it's the first paragraph, but it's not. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are, right? That all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator. Not magically, not mystically, not like from some unknown source, by their creator. That's number one. With certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. One flows into the next. Uh, You know, the pursuit of happiness or property, as the Constitution says it, which was the original phrasing in the Declaration of Independence. Property is the ability to enjoy the fruits of your liberty. Liberty is the right to enjoy the existence of having life. They all connect with each other. But And to separate them is to misunderstand. Listen again to the misquote. Deliberate double misquote. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence. That we are each endowed. By whom? With the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Life, dear. Life. And you know she doesn't say that for obvious reason because the other side, that's us, thinks life is the key issue here, and also by God. And if your rights come from God, then you have to ask the question, well, what does God think about those rights, right? What, what, what rights does he think we have? Be clear. These rights were not bestowed upon us. They belong to us as Americans. Wow. Wow. Um, well, they were bestowed to us by the Creator, who put them in us because we are in his image, 
So that's just wrong. But also, this part is really, really badly wrong. Remember I said a felony conviction for philosophical malfeasance or for philosophical malpractice. You could convict her with this one. They belong to us as Americans. Nope. Nope. First of all, we weren't Americans yet when the Declaration was written. Right? That came later. We were British subjects at the time. Right? It was a revolutionary document against the Brits. We were not Americans yet, so it didn't come to us as Americans. And this document doesn't come to us as Americans. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men, (laughs) all, 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 (laughs) it's not as Americans. It's as humans. It's just, look, Kamala Harris is not stupid. Come on. uh, you, You might disagree with her you might say she makes mistakes she might say she does silly things okay fine she's clearly risen above her level of competence i I agree with that but she's not stupid the woman i mean the things that she has done in her life are pretty impressive things so you either believe she's incompetent or you believe she's deliberately misunderstanding this stuff or misrepresenting that i vote for option two it's it's not possible. Well, is it possible she doesn't understand these things? Uh, I give it a coin flip. That she literally doesn't understand the things that she's talking about seems very unlikely to me. Possible. That she is deliberately misrepresenting them in the interests of advancing an agenda that she believes in. I, I mean... I I would always rather impute ignorance, incompetence, foolishness, rather than malice. But how do you misquote the Declaration of Independence and still refer to it? I mean, the smart thing to do is not to refer to it. Unless she's counting on people not knowing it, maybe, in her references. It's... It was weird. 7.15 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And traffic on the fives is brought to you by uh, somebody, a bunch of white slave owners wrote that, dude. You know what I mean? It's, it's, she didn't, it wasn't for black people. It wasn't for women. Nice face. Okay, I'm sorry. What? Okay, so it's, here come the text. This is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Their family serving your family since 1929. For more info on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox knocks them out. Uh, watching an accident. This is on Highway 98. It's Gulf Beach Highway, and it looks like it is tied up just a little bit near Bower Road. Uh, it certainly use caution there. Use caution wherever you are, certainly. And uh, you can always text in 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Here, here's the part that she was talking about that I actually agree with her about. And this is... and. And remember, I talked a half hour ago about Robert George and Cornell West. You got to find points of agreement. Here's where I agree. In each of these movements. Talking about like Seneca Falls and other places where they advanced human rights, expanded human rights, recognized black people, recognized women. Those leaders expanded rights, which then advanced the cause of freedom and liberty. Absolutely agree. And 50 years ago today, so did those who won a fight in the United States Supreme Court to recognize the fundamental constitutional right of a woman to make decisions about her own body. Not the government. No, not that one. (laughs) <laughs> no, not that one. That's the point. Yes, 
expanding human rights, expanding the political recognition of rights put in us by God. But that doesn't mean that everything that you claim is an expansion is because, again, it comes at an expense. The expense of other rights for other humans, for very small, very vulnerable humans. 437 437-1620. Of course, you couldn't come to Florida without attacking Florida. If so-called leaders claim to be, quote, I quote, on the vanguard of freedom, while they dare to restrict the rights of the American people and attack the very foundations of freedom. Well, what's the old rule about freedom is that your freedom exists until you start to infringe on my freedom, right? And that's the nub of this discussion, is to what degree does the baby, the embryo, the fetus, the fertilized egg, right? I mean, you know, you pick your term. Okay, to what degree does that being, I don't think you can disagree with being, maybe you do, um, that thing, I mean, I'll be, I'll be totally neutral, that thing, to what degree does that thing have rights that balance off against or contrast with the rights of the, because listen, one thing that um, I think all too often pro-lifers don't say enough is that women, of course, have bodily rights. And of course, we do not love it when the government interferes with somebody's body, liberty, and rights. Of course. I mean, in any other environment, that's what you say, right? This is a unique environment because the very question is whether there is another person or not in there that has liberty, life, and eventually pursuit of happiness rights that need to be protected. That's the issue. And that's the conversation worth having. 437-1620-437-1620. I'm Andrew McKay. Laura and I really wanted something that was inviting. We didn't want the traditional stuffy jewelry store. We wanted it to be sort of coastal casual, sort of really inviting. A place that was fun, that people could come and enjoy and not feel like they were being pressured. And we were shocked when we were recognized as one of America's coolest stores in 2018. They said, you know, there's not a lot like this in the Southeast, much less Pensacola. And we're really proud of it. Hi guys, if you find yourself in a divorce or you know that one is coming, you're likely stressed about your kids, your finances, and what your future is going to look like when the divorce is over. You're going to need help with this, and I'm here to do that. Whatever you're facing, I can help you get through it. I specialize in helping guys just like you get through difficult divorces. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and trust me, I can help you through this. Just look me up on social media or on the web. I'm Autumn Blackledge, and I'm here to help. Pensacola, Florida. As a Walgreens pharmacist, I talk with people all the time about little tips and tricks for filling their Medicare prescriptions, like taking advantage of Walgreens 90-day refills to save them a trip, or using refill by scan, which is super easy and right on your phone. And for anybody worried about prescription costs, I say, hey, we got you, with low-cost copays on many medications. Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Fill your way and save at walgreens.com Medicare. See pharmacists for restrictions and exclusions. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 92.3. Costa del X, Lutherville, Marina del X, Otisburg. Otisburg? Who's Tess Monster? She's got her own place, man. Otisburg? It's a little bitty place. Otisburg? 
like most people, you're probably thinking, yeah, that feels familiar, but I don't recognize it. Led Zeppelin. Off of Coda. Uh-huh. Poor Tom. I know. It's, it's the one nobody knows, right? How do you know this and I don't? Have we met? I'm Candy from TK. <laughs> That's all they do is play Zeppelin still. Zeppelin Station. 722 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable, sometimes obscure. Informative. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? And good morning. Body camera footage of what led to the uh, death of a man in police custody after a traffic stop in Tennessee is going to be released to the public soon. The family of Tyree Nichols is going to be watching that video of what happened between him and Memphis police officers before it's released to the public. Nichols died in the hospital days after the incident on January 7th, which happened after he was pulled over for reckless driving. A Boston police officer suffered some facial injuries after allegedly being assaulted by the daughter of Massachusetts Congress woman Catherine Clark. Police say they spotted 23-year-old Riley Dowell spray-painting anti-police messages on the Boston Common Bandstand on Saturday. Uh, as she was being arrested, uh, the officer says he was assaulted and left bleeding. And there's a big protest happening in Washington, D.C. today. It's going to happen outside of the Capitol, and uh, this is about a pretty big issue. They're protesting Ticketmaster. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, this is all stemming from uh, the company stopping Taylor Swift ticket sales after uh, their website crashed. Don't don't poke the Swifty nest. No, nope. <laughs> Taylor Swift fans yeah, will get exactly back. Exactly right. You. Yeah, yeah. It's the Senate, right? Is having hearings today on this? Is that right? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, they're uh, they're holding Senate uh, uh, Senate meetings to discuss the lack of competition in the uh, entertainment go. ticketing that's, that's industry. Right. Good. Yeah. No, I, I no. Agree. I remember. Don't you remember Pearl Jam taking them on like back in the day? Well, we'll see. Maybe Taylor Swift has what Eddie Vedder didn't. I, Enough support to, dude, to beat cannot- the system. I know people want to bag on Taylor Swift, but man, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She. We we actually I just she was just in um, Amsterdam. I just we watched watched that over the weekend, which is pretty good. So oh, the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. It's a smallish role. I was like, why? Seven twenty-four. <laughs> not that. All right, not Taylor, that slice yeah. of Amsterdam. Good. Oh, by the way, um, is that '90s show? Is that new? Relatively new. I would say so. Yeah, it, yeah. Because it's not good. It is not good. No, '70s show was fantastic. '80s show was pretty bad and the set and 90 show which is like all of them brought back again to a degree the first episode except for anyway. the raper yeah well <laughs> alleged raper not there, right, right right um but uh it, it's huh. no it's not they're so all overacting hoping. i know i know it's not funny if they're not sitting around the basement as them right right which i actually thought stupid, maybe they but. could bring back all of the thems as now like parents and that kind of mm-hmm. thing I don't know, but that we watched well, two episodes. I'm like, I'm out. I'm done. Michael and Jackie, who are married in real life now, and I right, thought it was right. cool because it's like we already know what they sound like when they fight. Even they were boring. Yeah, it was like yeah. watching somebody try to write the voice of characters that they didn't really speak natively, and just doing a bad job. Like maybe right. the chatbot, AG, whatever, wrote. Yeah, the maybe script. the AI wrote it. Maybe that makes it. sense. Sure. Seven twenty-five. Candy's got traffic <laughs> on the fives. Oh, good. This is brought to you by Anderson Subaru. And uh, Bell Lane, Sterling Way, Cyanamid not showing any problems. Uh, the one accident that we are watching, and it doesn't look like a roadblock uh, this morning, is in... God, I hate this map sometimes. 
sorry, uh, Gulf Breeze Avenue and Gulf Beach Highway. Now, again, no roadblock this morning, but certainly use caution there. It looks like the rest of uh, I-10, I-110, not showing any issues. Uh, no problems on 98 until you hit Navarre. It looks like Navarre Parkway, Riviera Lane uh, at Healthcare Avenue. Unknown if there's a roadblock, uh, is it, but it might be clear in that area. Certainly let us know if you if you know. Uh, this is uh, Traffic Tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Um I, this has got to be one of, look, uh, I make fun of the woke and cancel culture all the time. This has got to be one of the great examples of how dumb, like, my side of the aisle can be. <laughs> because over the weekend, we had the Dark Side of the Moon 50th anniversary, and Pink Floyd came out with a 50th anniversary logo, which is a, a the outline of a white triangle. And in the white triangle, you have the five on the one side, and then you have the O on the other side, a big circle. And in the middle of the circle, you have the rainbow. Like the prism from the... Well, shh. Apparently not everybody understands that. Because people, I guess, from my side of the universe, were angry about how dare you go pro-gay, pro-LGBT. This is not the place for it. Just make your music, man. And I'm like... uh, but the album cover. <laughs> Hello. Plus, Dark Side of the Rainbow. Has nobody watched that and The Wizard of Oz together? Yeah, and I like, okay, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let's just say that uh, sometimes people react to things that they don't really understand. You know, they don't really understand very well. And that, this is one of those great examples. 437 1624 like they were okay with the song Young Lust from the wall. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe Hello? they. I wouldn't think they'd be really I wouldn't think they'd be Pink Floyd fans they would just be people who are offended on behalf of I don't even know who the target I can't believe they call themselves pink they must be in favor of lesbians that's right yeah probably no triangles (laughs) especially not the upside down kind Uh, Thursday at the county commission meeting one of the discussions I thought this was actually a really interesting example uh, had to do with the uh, proposed Englewood Community Center Yes. You know, a several million dollar project. We talked about this with Wes Moreno on Thursday briefly. Uh, but Jeff Bergosh read the item and then um, Mike Kohler, the new commissioner from District 2, had a question. Mr. Chairman, item number four on the, on the discussion is concerning the acquisition of 1100 West Scott Street and various parcels for a community center. Do we have any speakers, Mr. Chairman? No speakers? All right. I would move the item in the affirmative. Uh, I want to. Sorry, as Wes Moreno read the item and Jeff Bergash asked the question, you know, of any. Did anybody have any questions? I'll talk about this for just a second, if I can. Mm-hmm. This S- second, I- then. Okay. So yeah, second. So now discussion. Sorry. Apologize for that. The, I hope the board has an appetite to change the way we do business. We're. I got this two days ago. I'm for parks. I'm for civics. But we're running a vote for 1.7 million dollars. And there's a park two blocks away from it. And I just, I guess I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do with this property. I haven't had enough time to figure it out. Yeah, so he's complaining about the process. And I said three, uh, I think he was right, it's 1.7 anyway. Um, and he wants to know what are we doing here. And Lumen May, District 3, it's his district. Let me help you out, Mike. Okay. So, so because, you, because you're new on the board. So there was a thing called a jail explosion that happened a few years back. Now, when I first heard him say that, I thought, oh, that's so condescending. <laughs> but I don't think, I actually don't think Lumen's trying to be condescending. I think it just, he was giving the full context, because listen to the rest of it. That you'd heard about litigation today, which became the largest public works project. Within that project, uh, there was a commitment to the community that people would get jobs, uh, that we would take and do economic development on Pace and Fairfield, and we would create uh, incubators and small businesses there. 
uh, which should all happen when the jail construction started, and also a community center would be built uh, in that area for them. And so the money was already allocated, $5 million was already set aside for it back then. So, okay, I didn't know yeah. that. So, so that I didn't know the money was set aside. I got it two days ago. That was my question. Yeah. So that, to me, is a good example of appropriate congeniality on the on the board where Lumen's explaining to Mike what the background is here. And I had forgotten that there was money set aside for it as well. Uh, and I've followed most of the stuff as closely as I can. What was interesting to me is that should have been in the backup. You know, the backup always has a narrative of how we got here, what the issue is. That slice of the narrative was not in the backup, and it should have been, really. It should have been so that Mike could have read that for himself instead of having to hear it from Lumen May. But he's right about the not doing business, the, you know, hurry up, all of a sudden, here's the thing, and make a vote on it. That's also a problem, is not getting enough information about these things. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden returns to the White House this morning from his beach house in Delaware. His lawyers say they found no classified documents there, but more were found at his home in Wilmington Friday. We can now report that President Biden plans to spend next weekend at Camp David. This, as there are reports, the Justice Department is considering searching other properties that are linked to the president. Fox's Jackie Heinrich, a man suspected of killing 10 people at a dance hall in California Saturday night, was disarmed by two people at a second dance hall, according to police. They say Hukan Tran killed himself yesterday, Fox's Todd Pyro. Authorities say they tracked down Tran's white van after staff at a nearby hospital alerted them that a man fitting his description had come by to receive treatment. Police pulled him over and surrounded the vehicle. As they finally approached the car, they heard a gunshot and found Tran dead inside. He was 72 years old. Police have not said anything about a possible motive. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning at 731. News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, it is 46 degrees. Cloudy skies here in Pensacola today. Vice President Kamala Harris uh, was in Tallahassee marking the 50th anniversary of the original Roe v. Wade decision uh, with a speech yesterday. The right of every woman in every state in this country to make decisions about her own body is on the line. And I've said it before and I will say it again. How dare they? And uh, Harris says that President Biden plans to issue a memorandum to protect access to the abortion pill soon. The FDA recently finalized a rule change allowing women to get the abortion pill prescription through the mail after a telehealth consultation. Century's new mayor says he's excited for the future after a company decided to lease a building that had been empty for over a decade now and move into town. North of Scambia talked with Century Mayor Ben Bowdwell, and he says getting somebody into uh, that empty building will jumpstart more businesses. Moving into Century, the uh, 50-year-old foreign companies established some American customers. They're opening their first warehouse and distribution facility in the U.S., and Century Town Council plans to look into the official lease agreement at a meeting next month. Scambia County deputies investigating a stabbing at the Sefco station on Fairfield Drive and Pace Boulevard on Sunday. A victim was reportedly stabbed several times in the torso. That person was conscious and talking when they were taken to the hospital, but we don't have a current update on their condition. And right now, no word on whether investigators have narrowed down any suspects. A local transitional home for survivors of sex trafficking held their annual healing gala over the weekend. Set Free Refuge provides housing, counseling services, case management, all for young women that have survived sex trafficking and exploitation. I think the reason that I am so 
invested in ending human trafficking is because so many women are affected by sexual abuse and human trafficking is commercialized sexual abuse. So based on my own experiences, I want to give back to other women that have experienced that kind of sexual trauma and tell them and let them know that they can heal from this. That's Executive Director for Set Free Refuge, Marcy Landreth, and she says the home was able to house five young women, serve over 25 different survivors over the last year, and uh, during the event, some donations were made, and Landreth says that that money is going to go towards building a second home in the community. A cantonment man that's a convicted felon was arrested over the weekend after reportedly fleeing from deputies at a convenience store on W Street. 35-year-old Justin Nettles, charged with possession of a firearm by a felon, possession of cocaine, and resisting an officer. Deputy reported seeing Nettles at a gas station. That man reportedly ran away, was captured after a short foot chase. Deputies say they found a 9mm handgun magazine in Nettles' pocket, a loaded handgun, and a dollar bill that had cocaine in it, found in a vehicle Nettles had been in. Nettles was arrested and later released on $21,000 bond. Alabama and Auburn are uh, remaining as two of the hottest basketball teams in the SEC. The Crimson Tide defeated Missouri over the weekend for the team's eighth win in a row, which solidifies their top five spot in the rankings, and Auburn took down South Carolina for its fifth straight win as well. 7.35 right now, it's News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Candy. Uh, good morning. Uh, we're watching an accident. This is Highway 98. Now, this is going eastbound, but it is... Uh, and it is east of the Walmart in Navarre near that uh, shop. But it's not showing a roadblock uh, this morning. But uh, certainly let us know if, if you know different. Um, uh, let's see, uh, this is traffic on the fives and traffic on the fives at 437-1620. It's News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. It's going to be a nice and cool day out there today with temperatures warming near 58 degrees. Partly cloudy skies, lows overnight dropping near 42. For Tuesday, temperatures warming up near 64 degrees, 10% chance of some showers through the afternoon. As you head overnight Tuesday going into Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms move in. A few storms could be strong. Temperatures overnight Tuesday going into Wednesday dropping into the mid-50s. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, 46, cloudy in Pensacola. Uh, 46 also in Gulf Breeze, 45 in Milton. Our next news at 8 o'clock. We have breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your Money Now. The share of workers who are members of unions fell to a record low last year, even though unions added more members than in any year since 2008, following union elections at workplaces including Starbucks, Amazon, and Apple. About 10.1% of wage and salary workers were union members last year, down from 10.3% in 2021. The membership rate has been falling for decades as the economy has become more reliant on service industries where workers haven't traditionally been unionized. The Agriculture Department has issued new requirements for foods labeled organic, a move aimed at cracking down on fraud and boosting oversight. The rule strengthens enforcement of the USDA's strict definition of organic, which must rely on natural substances and physical, mechanical, or biologically based farming methods to the fullest extent possible. On Wall Street, the Dow Industrials up 139. The Nasdaq is up a sharp 143. S&P 500 up 31. That's your money now. 
As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Piedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3. 9% APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualified credit through PCI. See dealer for details. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host was born in Michigan. Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. documents were failed uh, were filed in the wrong place we immediately turned them over to the archives and the justice department we're fully cooperating looking forward to getting this resolved quickly i think you're going to find there's nothing there i have no regrets i'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do it's exactly what we're doing there's no there there not sure that comment on thursday is going to age well <laughs> There's no there there. I haven't done anything wrong. I have no regrets as every day. It seems like we find more new poorly handled documents. Somebody made the joke earlier, said, um, I wonder if we shouldn't go look for the list of no fly list people in (laughs) Biden's garage. (laughs) Because that's a story David's been reporting on all day about, you know, anyway. Uh, 740 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Some stuff that happened at the, um, let's see, uh, Scambia County Commission meeting. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that's the one that I want to talk about here for just a second. Uh, where to go? I just move my clips all around. We um, we had a conversation, uh, actually got a presentation from the law firm that's handling, this is uh, Cole Scott and Kusain that are handling the jail litigation between the county and Witzel Green, the company that built the jail. This is Richard Fillmore giving us kind of an update on this is like step one of 40 steps basically but that's what they were talking about is where does the jail construction or non-construction stand just like any homeowner any building owner as far as the county's concerned the important part about occupying the new jail is when it's done when everything is ready for the full use of that jail and it's our opinion that we haven't reached that point and more importantly uh, for the legal proceedings that we're having with Witzel Green, uh, Cadell, which is the joint venture that built the jail, that was the design builder, they have not reached 
final completion from a legal perspective. Which means they haven't done what they're supposed to do. And he was there basically saying the first step we need to take is we need to terminate this contract. That's the first thing we got to do. We're here today to ask the commission to vote to terminate the contract agreement with Witzel Green Cadell and move forward with other legal protections after that termination that are afforded by the contract. So commissioners today, it is our recommendation as the county's legal representatives in this matter uh, that the Board of County Commissioners vote to terminate the contract with Witzel Green Cadell. Because the allegation by our attorneys is that these folks, they did a lot of, they did not do a lot of things they were supposed to do, including actually finish the building. Final completion again is when the contract definitions of what being finally complete are met. And the contract does go through and offers very specific details as to what final completion means. Um, and there are very specific requirements that the design builder has to deliver to the county. Like one of those in particular was not just the installation of the air conditioning, but the proper testing over time under the right circumstances of the air conditioning. There are a number of other requirements for final completion of the jail that are included in the contract specifications, which is another section outside of the main contract, but are incorporated into the contract. Um, an example of this is the test and balance of the HVAC system, which is one of the most expensive and complex systems in this jail. Um, and it requires that these tests be conducted 90 days apart, one of them occurring in the summer, which is obviously the highest demand, the peak season. That tab has not occurred. Um, there was an initial tab. This second tab occurred a year and a half later and effectively uh, was not done per the specification requirements. And what that means is that HVAC system is operating without being properly tuned to work right. It's shortening the lifespan of that system, and ultimately what that means is it's going to cost the county taxpayers money. So, I mean, that's just one example, the testing and balance, what he's calling the tab, of the HVAC system to make sure that it works properly because it's designed, it's a pretty complicated thing that's designed to work a certain way, and they haven't properly, he says, finished that process or never have done that properly, and therefore we're... It's costing us equipment time, which is money, essentially, over the long haul. And if you think back to all of the issues that the new jail has had, I mean, this is not a short list. And so what you might say is, well, aren't they still kind of working on it? And the answer is, no, they've abandoned the project. The design builder has demobilized. They are no longer on site. We're not talking about their performance of the actual work. At this point, we're talking about the fact that it hasn't been completed. So they're not even trying. That's <laughs> what he's saying. They've taken all of their toys and gone home. They're not even trying to finish the building at this point. The county's rights um, provide the county the right to terminate this contract for material breaches. The county's rights, if termination is elected, provides a number of avenues of what the county can do with the withheld money which is afforded under the contract. It can pay the subcontractors. It can hire contractors to complete or repair incomplete or deficient work. Um, it can complete the work by whatever methods that the county deems proper. And that is what we are here today to discuss and ask the county to take action on is to enforce its rights under this contract. So essentially, if we terminate the contract, that frees up a bunch of money that has not yet been paid to Witzel Green Cadell, and then that money can be used to do all of the work that was supposed to be done by WGC. That's that's the idea, but you have to terminate the contract first. And then there's other stuff, too, like, you know, um, they might seek other avenues of compensation for things that were done inadequately or, you know, 
to pay back basically penalties. So right now, all they're really talking about is not being on the hook to continue to pay any of the rest of the contracted amount. Protection of other rights, including seeking completion of the construction, uh, correction and repair of construction defects, and recovery of financial losses due to this process and the failure of the design builder will occur through other avenues. But the protection of the contractual rights is the first step and the first hurdle and the first most important step for the county to do to enforce the contract and protect it, its rights provided therein. So that's the first thing he's there to ask him to. They voted 5-0 on this. This was an easy decision after a, a, just a lot of anguish over this, what, $130 million project, the largest public works project in the history of Escambia County. So anyway, I just wanted to give you a bit of an update on that because, you know, we have known for quite some time that the jail had a lot of things that were not right with it. And this is a you know, look, we need to really act on this and get this fixed and at the very least end the contract so that we can take whatever money is left. And I'll, I'll talk to Wes Brenner about this on Thursday, how much that is still unpaid and be able to use that to try to do the things that were supposed to be done with the original contract. 746 here on News Radio 92.3. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And watching an accident in Milton. Uh, this is Avalon Boulevard, a block south of Del Monte Street uh, in Milton. It looks like it's slow, but not, not showing a stop at this point, but certainly use caution. Accident east of Walmart, eastbound on Highway 98 in Navarre. No roadblocking and that's east of the Walmart on Highway 98th and Navarre Walmart, the little food one. And then a disabled vehicle in the right-hand lane on the on-ramp to Three Mile Bridge between Pensacola and Gulf Breeze. The Gulf Breeze-bound lane, road rangers are on site, and a good idea to recommend people move into the left-hand lane. Before then, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. And thank you, everybody, for doing so. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You know, if you are a business owner... And you're happy with everything about how you handle and what you have for options for health insurance, dental, vision, life, disability, uh, human resources, tools, payroll, all of that. Great. I mean, ignore me for a minute. That's fine. But if there's any part of that that you're not happy with or you're just kind of curious if you might be able to get better things available for your employees or you handle it and you wish you didn't have to. Or maybe the people who do handle it, you don't like how they're doing. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities here. This is why you call Torgus and Causey. Because they're a comprehensive employee benefits agency, and this is exactly what they do. They come in, they give you options, they kind of look at what you're doing to see whether it's the best or not. And if it's the best, they'll tell you. And if it's not, they'll give you options. That's what they did for us a few years ago here at News Radio and Cat Country, and they've been great ever since. I mean, genuinely great. And I've heard that from other people who work with them as well. Just fantastic. More than 20 years helping local businesses just like yours. No obligation to have them look things over. 433-9996 for Torgerson and Causey. Or check them out online tcbenefitsgroup.com Join Ballet Pensacola's Artistic Director, Darren McIntyre, on this Thursday's Pensacola Expert Panel at 9 a.m. Ballet Pensacola is honored to recognize the dedication and bravery of the United States military with a special ballet production February 10th through February 12th. Tune in and text your questions for Darren to 850-437-1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. 
Take in a brown bag lunch with the Pensacola Opera next Tuesday. The free show starts at noon and runs about 45 minutes at the Opera Center. PensacolaOpera.com for more information. Join in the Pensacola Chamber's Women in Business Coffee Get Together Friday morning at the Pensacola Chamber office. The Women in Business Council promotes women at all levels in the workplace. PensacolaChamber.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. Stream us online at NewsRadio923.com. Or download the News Radio Pensacola app. You are a toy! So show me family All the blood that I will bleed Seven fifty on News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, dependable. Cold. Also, by the way, <laughs> today it's really, really cold. I'm the it's only like one wearing shorts. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I uh, <laughs> got a text in from a friend. Says um, Andrew on this jail story. There are at least two sides to every story. Uh, agreed. Agreed. And I don't have Witzel Green Cadell on today. Uh, I'm going to reach out to them and see if they want to come on and talk about their side of this because um, he says, uh, look, I know some of the principals in this company and uh, they've been doing this kind of stuff for a long time. Fair. I mean, fair, right? Always want to listen to the other side. And um, that's why I tried to say in covering that last segment that, you know, that's what our attorneys are saying. And of course, always remember that, you know, your attorneys are paid to tell you what your side is <laughs> and certainly the county their side is well you know this construction company screwed everything up cost us money and we're going to get it all back and withhold what we haven't paid so far okay i mean you know they're telling a consistent story in the sense that it coheres with what i know about the new jail but I always that's why you have a court case for example you hear from both sides because you never want to judge before that 751 on news radio 92.3 uh, david wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines david well, the suspect in uh, Saturday's deadly mass shooting in Southern California is dead. Authorities have identified that man as 72-year-old Hugh Con Tran uh, as the man who opened fire at a Lunar New Year celebration at a dance studio. Uh, ten people died. Ten others were wounded. The suspect found dead yesterday from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. One congressman says the key uh, to the investigation of President Biden's possession of classified documents is Equal application of the law and public confidence. Making sure the law is applied equally across the board. That's what the American people are demanding. And uh, that's uh, Pennsylvania Representative Brian Fitzpatrick, who uh, says that a deep dive needs to be taken into uh, both President Biden and uh, former President Trump. And uh, speaking of former President Trump, he wants back on Facebook now. Uh, Some experts say he doesn't need it, but it might help. Back when Trump was competing in the Republican primary, he very skillfully used Facebook to... uh, steer the media cycle towards issues he wanted to talk about. Uh, Mark Jones from Rice University, uh, he studied Trump's use of social media in his first campaign. He says a lot's changed in the last seven years, though. Yeah, no, fair. And, I, you know, I think that my best guess is if he's not allowed back on social media, that the legal avenue would be campaign contributions, that 
allowing his opponent to be on and not allowing him to be on would represent a an undisclosed campaign contribution of violation of campaign finance rules would be my, my guess for the legal avenue i mean you could also pursue it through fr- free speech right political speech is supposed right. to be the one form protected speech but um i am sure that if they do not allow him back on you know he knows some lawyers <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> Pretty, you know and he's not shy about using them 753 david thanks so much for the update 753 here on news radio 923 interesting story out of alabama you know alabama just put in place a law that you can open carry i mean you've been able to open carry for a while but you can, can, can now you can also conceal carry without a permit right so you know you can basically just carry a gun in alabama as long as you obey the other rules as long as you're allowed to own a gun Interesting byproduct of this is you'll recall, maybe you don't, but when they were having the conversation about this change, getting rid of their permit carry system, the sheriffs of the different counties were complaining or at least raising the concern that there's a lot of money generated by the permit application fees. And we now have some evidence about that. The um, uh, Basically what's going on is that the Alabama legislature has actually set up a grant program to compensate them for that based on the expected loss of money. But it's only going to be for a few, I think it's five years it's going to go forward. And it goes back to 2022 as the base year. Because some people are still going to apply for permits if they want to travel out of state. You still might, you know, you still need it if you go to Florida, for example. We still require a permit to concealed carry. Um, and you can't open carry. So that would be the only way to carry a gun lawfully in Florida would be to, if you're an Alabama resident, would be to apply for an Alabama concealed carry and then to carry in Florida with the permit concealed. And um, anyway, so some people are still going to do this, but they're going to look at the drop off in revenue and they're going to make up the gap for a few years. The legislature is going to. The problem is that this was kind of an in the works done deal starting in March of 2022. And the sheriffs are saying you should go back to 2021 because 2022 is already a down year by a lot because people already decided they weren't going to buy these permits. And I think um, just on the financial side, the sheriffs are right. Tuscaloosa County, this is reporting by uh, Alabama.com. Tuscaloosa County had in 2021 16,000 permits and in 2022 11,000, a decline in revenue of about $260,000, Mobile County, 31.7 to 20,009. So they lost about a third as well from 1.5 million to about 854,000. Baldwin County, 16,000 to 11,000. Chilton County, 4.5 to 2.5. Elmore from 7,500 to 5,100. So it was about a one third decline in that year. And there will be other declines subsequently. So I think they're right about that. The flip side of this is, though I am concerned about the sheriffs and them getting all the funding, of course, I support law enforcement. A permit on concealed carry is a tax on lawful behavior and a tax on people who increase the level of law and order. And so you're actually punishing the people who are contributing to at least stopping, if not discouraging crime. So that's not where the money should have been coming from in the first place, right? The permit holders aren't creating the disorder, they're actually helping it, and this was penalizing them. So though I agree with a problem in the loss of money, and that ought to be made up somehow, I don't think that the, you know, well, that's a revenue source we should have been depending on in the first place. Not so much. (laughs) That's not how that should work. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And this report is brought to you by Jackson Hewitt. Jackson Hewitt guarantees your biggest tax refund, plus a chance to double your refund with a double your refund sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal return. That ends 4-2-23. Watching a couple of accidents this morning. A disabled vehicle in the right-hand lane. So a disabled vehicle on the on-ramp. This is to Three Mile Bridge between Pensacola and Gulf. 
Gulf Breeze, the Gulf Breeze-bound lane. Uh, Road Rangers are already on site. It might be uh, good to recommend people move into the left-hand lane before then. doesn't look as blocked as it was, though. (laughs) 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago. And then Avalon Boulevard in Milton. This is north of McDonald's and a block south of uh, Del Monte Street in Milton. uh, Showing an accident, but again, it doesn't look like that's blocking things now either. So you might be able to get around if you have traffic tips. Text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. If um, If you like to go to the library and you happen to live in Englewood, which is a suburb of Denver, Colorado, and you go to the library, you might find a sign. And the sign on the outside of the library says, Library and North Lobby closed for service. Uh, What the note on the door doesn't specify is that the library is closed because they have to clean it. Because what they found is excessive levels of methamphetamines in the library, on the counters, in the bathrooms, and generally all over the place. They found all the meth in the library in Colorado? Yeah. Like everything else is legal there. Why do they need meth? Um, countertops uh, are going to get clean. The use of the library has changed. The director says more people are coming to use it as a shelter area. We're very accommodating. Oh, yeah. But there are some individuals who abuse this space, unfortunately put us in this position. Um, it's the second time within a month that the uh, library has been closed for meth. To clean for meth? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So much methamphetamine was found in the air ducts that it had to be temporarily shut down. Oh, sorry. Uh, This is a different one. This is in Boulder, in Boulder, Colorado. Um, So uh, the last, which is, anyway, I won't say too much about Boulder. It's beautiful, and it's, you know, the People's Republic of Boulder, Um, even though, Colorado itself is so far leaning left these days. Anyway, City of Boulder says that after two library employees got sick from the meth, higher than acceptable levels of meth were found in the air ducts of the Boulder Public Library's public bathrooms, causing the library to close December 20th for further environmental testing. So it could always be worse. Also, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is not a problem that's unique to Colorado. I'm going to guess this is perhaps a problem that might be in many libraries. I won't allege any particular locations until there's evidence, but I'm just guessing based on my general knowledge of human nature that that's probably not only in Colorado. 437-1620. Amelia Clark, the star of Game of Thrones, says mm-hmm. she won't watch House of Dragons. Uh. Not interested. <laughs> Doesn't want to see it, which I think is weird. I mean, I didn't say I she was the mother of dragons. I know. She, was, she loves the guy who's directing it or writing or whatever, but she says, nah, I'm just going to pass on the watching of the other thing. Oh, okay. Well, you don't watch TV. Your home.